Hello everyone and welcome to The Rewatchman, where we don't review movies, we re-review them. You can take a look at, back at some of our past episodes of recently. We did The Sandlot, uh, I did that with Ben and Steve. We, uh, we did uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, which I did with Jessica. You can see Ghostbusters 2, which I did with Schultz. Those are the last three episodes, but today we have a little treat for you. We, are, uh, we had recorded a Game of Thrones conversation in our last episode, but I felt like we went on long enough that it was worth making it its own thing. So this is a little uh, bonus Game of Thrones catch-up for you. Uh, I am TC DeWitt, and with me as always is Ben the Monster Toe. Oh, the Toe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Ben, we should have a Game of Thrones conversation. Let's do it, buddy. All right, cool. I'm going to put an opening credits thing right here. Da-da-da-da-da-da. Yeah, right, cool. that's a fun little like bit in there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, completely lost track of time. Steve had to leave it for everyone. That's why that suddenly happened. But uh, for those of you who are still with us, you have watched Game of Thrones. You have been warned. So I do not want you. I don't want any complaints about spoilers. You have been warned. You're uh, a marked man now, TZ. <laughs> ben, this was the best season of Game of Thrones. Can't argue with that. And I, th- I feel it was the best season because there is finally hope. Mm. And hope is alive in the series. <laughs> and now, Westeros. Now, don't get me wrong. I do not expect a happy ending to happen to everybody. Mm. But for the love of God, this show gets so darn miserable sometimes, I don't know why I keep watching. Yeah. Like, with John just getting stabbed to death at the end of last season, it was so, like... And then Arya getting blinded. I'm like, come on! <laughs> <laughs> why do you hate the Starks so much? Oh, those poor Starks. Where, where to begin? Let's see. Um, do you want to just talk about an overview of the like season and then the finale? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, so <clears throat> I definitely noticed right away the return of Bran, mm-hmm. who was noticeably missing in the last season. He needed to grow three and a half feet tall. Yes. <laughs> taller, taller. Taller. Yeah. And he, it seems like he's become more powerful now to where he can... He, travel time flashbacks or whatever the hell that power yeah, was yeah <laughs> he's the three-eyed raven he's now and he was raven. he was time traveling yes because hodor yeah hodor. Oh, oh. hold the door hold the door hold the door oh my gosh now uh, i watched th- this season on hbo go hmm. and every episode follow is followed by a featurette do you do you watch it that way or do you watch it by other means other means okay so you didn't get to s- they do a making of for every episode and that hodor is from uh, Martin himself, George Martin, okay. uh, sat them down and said, this isn't in the book yet, but mm. this is the origin of Hodor. Um, but the, the time-traveling element of Brandon possessing him in the past in order to control him in the future, and mm. like, and Ned heard him. Yeah. Because he shouted to Ned as well, young mm. Ned Stark, who is, I love that actor, because he looks like Sean Bean. Yeah. <laughs> Sheen Bean. Sean Bean. Um. I'm glad to see Arya back. Yes. Because I was not a fan of Monk Arya. I'm like, no, no, you have a revenge list. You need to do that revenge. A girl needs to do things. Oh, my gosh. Mm. Filch. <laughs> that now, was... Uh, I guess I'll get We're jumping all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but let's see. What I really enjoyed was they're actually setting up things that give us a sense that there is a fin- finite 
to the finality yeah like their finality like they, yeah. that they have a direction to go yeah it doesn't feel like like you said hopeless but also like where's this going you know because yeah. I mean? yeah. we're getting to the point where we need concrete answers now and I think it, they answered most if not everything in a very convenient and satisfying way yes yeah and and some of the characters that they've they've concluded their arcs on like the the high sparrow yeah and uh mar marcel no not mar oh marcella oh, poor marcella <laughs> that was last season i know but um uh Tommen. Tommen. oh my god <laughs> oh my gosh that last that was, episode yeah. that moment i i, I shouted at the <laughs> I was like oh my god <laughs> that was shocking i think that's Cersei's such a fascinating character. I know, like, she does so much despicable things that mm -hmm. are, like, irredeemable. But I keep wanting to see what happens next. Because, like, she's fulfilling this crazy prophecy that frog woman or that whatever. That witch gave her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, the the theory is, I don't know either the, the theory, but I don't want to. No, no, please. Okay. Like, theorize. Like, you know how she said, you know, your all your children will die, like, horrible deaths or whatever. Mm -hmm. And be right in front of you. And like you'll become essentially the Mad Queen, and then uh, someone closest to you will like basically choke the life out of you. It's gonna be Jamie, isn't it? That's it, illusion. Oh. That last look that they had together, yeah, and that last frame, it seemed like it was filled with tension and not love. Well, I feel like Jamie this season really was made a decision. He's like, I'm going to do good now. Mm -hmm. I'm a, a good guy, and he has been the redeemable night mm. because he was the kingslayer he was he shoved a child out of a window <laughs> like he did some pretty crappy things but yeah. his his time with Brienne mm. in season three maybe yeah like, I loved that adventure and I loved their 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 moment together yeah. in the sea in the season with uh seeing each other again for the first time she tried to give the sword back he's like no they have a really interesting confusing to Jamie relationship. <laughs> like he is confused by their relationship. I think Brienne's confused too. Like, Am I attracted to you? <laughs> I I think she knows what's going on. I mm. think he's like, what what are, what are these weird feelings that aren't for my sister? <laughs> I thought they were only reserved for my sister. <laughs> oh, boy. But um cuz I saw a preview of that episode, the River Run episode before actually seeing the episode and they mm -hmm. alluded like by saying, like having Brienne say, is like, you know, if I have to fight you, I will. And I was like, yeah. man, I hope this doesn't happen because that would be so heartbreaking. Have it end with those two fighting each other. Yeah. I don't think they could. Yeah. I love that he waved goodbye to her and mm -hmm. like she rode away and Just let her go. Yeah. Yeah. He's he really is trying to do. I felt like uh, when he when they cut back to Jamie in the final episode, I'm like, <gasps> he has no idea what just happened. Yes. I thought he was still by. Uh, Filch, yeah. um, uh, Walder Frey. Filch. <laughs> and, uh, but no, he was going back to King's Landing. I'm mm -hmm. like, he has no idea what happened behind him. Yeah. He has no idea what happened in front of him. Uh, that poor guy. <laughs> he's the new Jon Snow. He, he knows know. nothing. <laughs> I love uh, Bronn, uh, his sidekick. Yeah. Is, they got a great dynamic. I love that guy. <laughs> they should do a buddy cop. Yeah, he's, he's, <laughs> he's such an asshole, but he... he he does not lie about who he is. Yes. He's a hundred percent true to who he is. Mm. I think he's such a great character, and he has this strange sense of loyalty. To yeah, him because he's just like a wanderer, like almost like a Ronan samurai. He's almost. a sell sword. Yeah. yeah, he he served himself for the most, and now he's like he can't like go away from the Lannisters. <laughs> <laughs> he served uh, Tyrion, and mm. he, now he serves uh, Jaime. Yeah, and but he you're right. He has this, he's such a great character. There's so many 
good characters on this show. Yeah, it's brilliant. And like, and there's some characters that are from the first season that haven't showed up mm-hmm. until now. Like Benjamin. Oh, Benjamin. Yeah. Oh God. I, like, rem- I totally forgot about. Him. I did too. I was like, "Who is this?" And then, like Candace and I reminded ourselves, like, "Oh yeah, he was in like, he's the reason John went to the wall." Yeah, I'm so sad that he won't get to see John. I know. I mean, he could. There's still two. There's still 13 episodes. Yeah. Uh, so snow battle. Yeah, he, he and John could cross paths, but the the reason John went to the wall was because of Uncle Benjamin. Mm. So it, it was it was really cool that he came back. Yeah. Um. I. You know who? What wasn't cool? Who came back was John. John. <laughs> that was like, I know there's certain story elements that needed that to happen or whatever, mm-hmm. but it just felt so cheap, man. It it felt cheap to me. Yeah. Um. I mean, I I didn't get as mad as that as opposed to like uh, Glenn's dumpster moment, <laughs> but it was it was kind of almost in the same league. Mm-hmm. Like, did we really need that fake out death? I I think yes, we mm-hmm. did. Uh. It wasn't until he was going to go off to fight Ramses yeah. when he went to the Red Woman and said, if I die, don't bring me back. Mm. Like that moment right there reinforced why he needed to come back. I think yeah. I can I can I see where you're coming from. But at the same time, he if you can believe some of the theories, the story of ice and fire, the song of ice and fire is the song of John. Yeah. You know, one could say it's the story of ice being Jon Snow and fire being Daenerys, mm-hmm. but I think Jon is the is the central character of this entire series. Yeah, he's the title of the book is about him. Ooh. And now that's not to say that uh, he is he's. I'm not saying he's the most important character, like, but I think he's the spi- the central character mm-hmm. of this entire drama. Yeah, and the decisions he makes and the experiences he's going through echo into the entire series and that yeah. and it'll take for this series to complete before you can truly analyze the importance of all the characters and the importance of him coming back from the dead yeah that's true but a resurrected character mm. i mean i have jesus I've, I've written a few things in my day <laughs> i think i understand what the importance of a resurrected character is okay he's however is not the only character that has been thematically resurrected there's mm. been a lot of characters this season that were thematically resurrected. Arya and the Hound being two of them. Yes. That Hound episode was great. I was that so was disappointed awesome. Ian McShane was in one episode. I know. I thought, because when they mentioned him being cast, I was like, yeah. oh my God, he's going to be in Game of Thrones. This is the perfect match. Yeah. And he was in one episode. One episode, yeah. And but he, he was just he, a guy. <laughs> but he did good in his one episode. He, he he served his purpose. It was. It felt like a lost episode, actually. It did. Oh, totally. Yeah. And I... I wonder if they filmed on in Hawaii because it yeah. totally looked like Lost. Yeah, it looked like the others, right? That it did feel like that, like mm-hmm. an organization, and then someone else coming in there to try to redeem themselves yeah. as a person. Yeah, totally. Uh, and I'm okay with it. Yeah, but uh, I really had, grew grew to like the Hound. Yeah, really interesting character. I read the I read the first two books. Mm-hmm. I, I had to stop reading. The books just didn't hook me as 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 well as they've hooked other people seem really dense but the the hound in the books shows signs of his his true nature throughout the course of the of the two books in that um the mountain is his brother Mm. and the mountain is a terrible human being he is a burn a village to the ground rape all the women then murder all the children uh the hound will uh fight the mountain because someone has to it's his brother and he's the only one who can get close enough to destroy him. Like yeah. the the reason they bicker and fight is the hound is the lesser brother, mm. 
but he has he's stronger in character and so like the shitty shitty things that he does for the lannisters and and being the hound it's he redeems himself in how he he knows bad when he sees bad and and bad is his brother he's he's burnt because of the mountain the mountain burned him as a child Mm. i can't remember if that was said in the show or not yeah that his brother burned him alive Mm. Um, I wonder if they'll have a final confrontation. Oh, I, I hope so. Yeah. I, I feel like they're... I, I, all season, it's been setting up matches. Yes. I felt. Ramsey's and John was clearly set up for this season. And yeah. I'm, I, John and the... Uh, did I say... Who did I say? Ramsey's and who? Ramsey and, and John. Ramsey and John, yeah. Uh, uh, Cersei and the High Sparrow. Yep. John is that king of the, the White Walkers. Mm-hmm. The whole boy. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, Jamie and Brienne, hmm. um, Bran and the the Night King, Bran and the Night King. Yeah, uh, there's just been there was just a lot of matching going head on. Head, yeah. I didn't think Ramsey's was gonna die. I thought they would. I actually thought they might keep him around for another season because they need, they need a villain. Hmm. I'm glad. I am so glad. I'm so that, glad. As I've been saying since he showed up in the series, Joffrey may be the little piece of shit that he was but mm. Ramsey's is pure evil yes pure evil even like phenomenal performance by that guy yeah like he, people actually literally hate him and want to kill him in real life that's, that's too bad because he he's a very very good actor <laughs> I, I recommend Misfits which was a BBC series he starred okay. on and he's really really good on that too oh okay um, but you're but I still question the existence of that character and mm-hmm. I know he's in the book and everything but like this kind of goes back to our old uh, Walking Dead conversation about the celebration of violence mm-hmm. because like I read this really great article that really dissected this uh, his character and his, the purpose of it and I thought their point of it all was really interesting because here's this guy who does evil because he's evil there's mm-hmm. like no grays in between he's just straight blackness of the heart mm-hmm. and once he's captured and you know he's ends up getting his comeuppance he dies in a very violent way and we celebrate it and we're okay with it we cheer with it mm-hmm. we cheer about it Here's us, the moral, morally centered audience, acting che- like him, cheering against violence by um, encouraging violence. You know what I mean? So I was like, "Huh." Well, it's it's a weird societal thing, and yeah. I, and I don't think it's exclusive to just people watching Game of Thrones. If yeah. you think about it, when when a rapist is caught and mm-hmm. sent to prison, people, I hope he gets raped. I hope he. We so we yeah. we we punish the crime of rape and hope that the rapist gets raped. Mm. It's a weird, I don't know, it's this weird feral sense of justice. The ju- the, the punishment must fit the crime. Yeah. Uh, that's justice. On a, if you, I mean, that, I feel like that's our lizard brains, that, that, mm. that our sense of justice through, because of storytelling, yeah. because of fairy tales, fables, folklore, parables, whatever, what have you, mm. the, the crime, or the punishment always fits the crime. Yeah. And that's why we cheer. I don't think it's that we're... S- Yes, yes, we are celebrating violence. I think what we are, at least myself, I'd like to think, subconsciously I'm celebrating justice. Mm. And there's nothing more just than him being destroyed violently. Yes. So I don't know if that that helps, and maybe maybe I'm giving myself and others too much credit, (laughs) but I feel like to to ground us in a a better place, I don't think we're celebrating the violence. I think we're celebrating the justice of Mm. it. No, I I can get that. I can get behind that. Good, good, because I just thought of that on the (laughs) Sometimes I say things on the fly, Ben, and I don't know what's going on. (laughs) Because I'm just wondering, like, 
because in the context of Game of Thrones, he was created for only that purpose, and that purpose was already in mind. You know what I mean? And so, like, and, and this is why I respect Game of Thrones so much more than, say, Walking Dead, mm-hmm. because Walking Dead <laughs> is just strictly a celebration of violence. Mm-hmm. There is no justice on that show, and like, and I think this is kind of a blemish. The character of Ramsay Bolton, I did mm-hmm. not enjoy seeing him on screen anytime. And when he died, I didn't feel satisfied. I felt like so hollow. Yeah. Like I'd endured all those seasons of just sadism. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like, and to see Sansa, who's such a pure character, even though like she ca- she was annoying at the beginning, but yeah. you, she exuded such quiet strength. The, all the things that she's gone through, her parents being slaughtered in front of her, like losing her home, being sold off to be married multiple times. Yeah, like three times now. Yeah, and even being raped. You know what I mean? Like, and And yet, to see her kind of enjoy that moment and then kind of crack a smile and walk away afterwards, mm-hmm. it was very faint, but you notice it as yeah, she walked she, off yeah, camera. Yeah. I was kind of disturbed. I didn't feel She's, like it was just, you know? After last season when she came down the steps wearing all black, yeah, I, she took a turn. Mm-hmm. She took a turn to a onto a darker path. Yeah, uh, She's become more Catelyn. Mm-hmm. They've even started doing her hair like yeah. they did Catelyn's hair in the first season. Uh, I All this season... Throughout the course of the season, mm. and and in hindsight, thinking the women on this show are spectacular. The, the women yes. on the show are the power, mm. the intelligence, everything about this this show. And certainly, someone can disagree with me and and say I'm I'm full of shit, and I'm not trying to claim any sort of feminism on here. Mm. Just the women on the show hold all the cards. Yes. Sansa saved the day mm. at at, uh, at the Battle of the Bastards. Yeah, which we can talk about. That episode was Ooh. incredible. But Daenerys is the Dragonborn Queen. Look mm. at everything she's done. Yeah, Cersei um, took over Cersei. Westeros. Yes, uh, King's uh, Marjorie, um, Lady Ty, 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 uh, Lady Tyrell. Um, yeah, Marjorie's Marjorie's mm-hmm. grandmother. Uh, Shame uh, none. Yeah, uh, the <laughs> ladies of Dorne. Yes. Um, uh, Arya mm-hmm. uh, and kicking ass with the waif, like yeah. even the waif being the. Look, if you want her to get better, tell her what she's doing wrong. Don't just keep hitting her in the face. <laughs> Jesus. Um, uh, the the actress woman who saves Arya. Oh yeah, lady something something. <laughs> um, I'm I'm certainly forgetting. I think it's. Oh, uh, uh, I can't remember. It's Grey Worm, and there's the the Daenerys little sidekick the translator. Translate. She's like all these women on the show. Yeah. Are they have, so crucial. They have a purpose. They have thoughts. It's not, you know, like that that YouTube video that I sent you today about the yeah. written female. <laughs> it's fantastic. And, like, I don't know if it's the exclusion or the backing away of George R. R. Martin's text, mm-hmm. or I don't know if this is his intentions the whole entire time to set up all these kind of what was seemingly misogynistic and one-sided. Yeah. Because if you notice, there's no sex scenes in this season. Right. There's no sex position. There was some nudity, but yeah. they were post-sex scenes. Yeah, it was it was done tastefully or done mm. in a way that you're not supposed to enjoy that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like. Like when the old maester and the the naked yeah. lady. Oh, <laughs> Leave. Where's my money? Go away. Creeps me out so much. But even Lyanna mm-hmm. was not raped. Yes. To birth Jon Snow. Mm. She was not in a position of. She was kidnapped, yes. Yes. But uh, the, the 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 subtext there, or the straight up text of it, was that she willingly had that child, mm-hmm. had John as a child, and that's that's huge. Yeah. I'm just I'm endlessly impressed by mm-hmm. how the women have been handled in this series. Absolutely, I think it's so pro feminist. I mm-hmm. think it's so championing these people because, like, I think when people 
think of like strong female characters. We talked about this numerous times, but like, I, I don't want to think just like people kicking butt. You know, mm-hmm. I want complex shades of gray. You know, like morally not so centered. Like characters. Cersei, uh, she loves her children. She's also a power mad crazy yeah. woman. <laughs> she's my favorite character in that. Show. Cersei, yeah. yeah, and and she's the worst one. Jeez. And I think that's great. And she's female. That's yeah. fantastic. We don't get enough of that. And mm-hmm. that's kudos to Game of Thrones. Kudos yeah. to Game of Thrones because like. You know, Walking Dead wants to champion diversity and all this stuff, but they're not utilizing their characters in a way where I'm like, I can remember their names, yeah. I can remember their purpose, you know what I mean? Like, Game of Thrones, everyone is a key cog to the machine. Melisandre, another yes. another key woman. Oh, I, you know, Melisandre might not be the first character anyone thinks of mm-hmm. in terms of, like, some of the arcs or journeys that these characters have taken on. Yeah. Taken on this. So, from last season all the way through this season, the, the fact of the realization of just how wrong she was... And to see that in her face, that actress did such a, a fantastic job yeah. portraying the the doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's it is it is doubt that makes her such a compelling character because yeah. she's every time she's doubted herself, the Lord of Light has given her a reason to 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 continue to follow the path she has put herself on. She absolutely did not think uh, at all she was going <laughs> to bring Jon Snow back from the dead. Yeah, and uh, Sir Davos. It's like, oh, you have to do it. Come on, please. Come on, you you did something. Do something. I know it can work. I've seen it done. Like, fine, I'll do it. I'll I'll try. I'll try. And she tried and she tried and tried. And when it succeeded, even her, she was like, what? Goddamn. (laughs) (laughs) She was the low-key fascinating character of the season. Mm -hmm. Because, like, the revelation that she's, like, a lot older than we thought she was. That necklace, eh? (laughs) That was freaking haunting. That last, because that episode was a filler episode. Mm-hmm. Like I don't remember anything else from that episode. But like once that last frame of her just taking off her necklace, and she's like a hundred years old, and she's just like hunched over, just looking like a goblin in the yeah. mirror, and just kind of that that doubt, that regret, that kind of like inner turmoil. You could all see that physically and in her eyes, and it was just so haunting. I, I couldn't I, stop thinking about it. After I this. would bet that that actress didn't even know that about her character until that episode, mm-hmm. because I felt. Her performance as an actress just monumentally improved Mm. as soon as that from that episode on. I think that I I would I would absolutely bet that once that revelation occurred to her, she took that in as a as a professional as an actress and and gave that uh, into her performance. Mm. I put that injected that into her performance. Um, Yeah, and what and we certainly might be overanalyzing something that doesn't need to be overanalyzed, but. The, it's such a, a, a fascinating aspect of the character that she's this super sexy woman who uses her sexuality when in reality she's this elderly, yeah. experienced woman mm. like who's lived, who knows how long, centuries probably, yeah. a, a century or more. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's a neat exploration of women, of, yes. a, of a woman. Mm-hmm. Like, oh man, how did you get everywhere in your life? You hypersexualized yourself. Yes. Oh, man, uh, S- uh, Sir Davos. You know what's a, a, a neat aspect of the, the fact that I can name all these characters? Yes, like finally, too, yeah. Because <laughs> for the longest time, I didn't know who these people were. There's, there's two that I can't name off the top of my head right now. Maybe you can help me. Theon's sister. Not sure. Al- Al- <laughs> Alana, Alana. She's. I did not particularly like the Theon sub story in this season. That was the yeah. one, the one sub story that I was not. Hooked by. I understand there's a bigger picture. But, hey, Daenerys got the ships. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't particularly like the characters. I really don't like her uncle, who's 
certainly going to be super villain of the next season. <laughs> Let's go kill my niece and nephew. Like, like that. <laughs> I'm for that guy. <laughs> yeah, their 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 subplot was not like it's, doing it for me. Not interesting. I, um, I and I've been making a lot of bets in this episode, Ben. I'm going to yeah. bet that George Martin has a completely different idea of mm. what he's going to do with Theon yeah. and those characters. I maybe do you think it's the actor at all? Because I'm not a fan. Because I, I haven't seen much of his work, but I didn't I didn't like him as Theon before, and I don't mm-hmm. like him as Theon now. I think it's just kind of like a he's in John Wick. Yes, he's the bank. <laughs> <laughs> but I just think he's kind of like a pathetic character, man. There's nothing. Obviously, his past crimes, mm-hmm. I still feel like is irredeemable. I love that that um, Tyrion took a good five minutes to talk about how that shitty of a so person good. he was. He's like, I'm gonna remind you, <laughs> he's like, and you're yes, not gonna be like yes, get left off the yes, hook that easily. Yes, yes, <laughs> I know, yes, I know, I know, I know. So, I, but uh, I like. I think they've done a good job with him as a character. I would have liked to have seen him gone off into the snow and disappear and never be seen from again mm-hmm. after he left Sansa. But the, he's so pathetic. Yeah. It's interestingly pathetic. Yeah. He is. I love it. How many times has he been called out, oh, you just want to be king? Nope. My sister should be king. Mm. Oh, we have the firstborn son right here. Yes, and she should be queen. <laughs> oh, what? You want to marry me so you can be king? Nope, she should be queen, <laughs> and I'll marry you. Like I, I like that. Keep the key, everyone keeps pointing out. Yes, in in that society, the firstborn son should inherit the throne. Yeah, not in this. No, that's not how it works, and that's how they the ne- the new generation is breaking the chains. Yes, and that's that's really neat. There's three women in position to take the throne yeah and cersei is already on the throne yeah yeah you got daenerys you got cersei and you got the iron islands gal iron islands, yeah. her name. <laughs> someone's shouting at this right now the right? Sister. it's the sister it's thea thea <laughs> speaking of strong female characters i think the strongest is the tiniest Lady oh. Mormont. <laughs> Lady Mormont for Prez. She y'all. instantly became a meme. Like, She's so awesome. I love that. Like, if she had dragons, the show would have been over. In two yeah, episodes. I know. <laughs> Lady Mormont speaks harshly. It's a, she is correct. She is correct. <laughs> I stand with Jon Snow. Jon Snow is my king of the north. Like, like, she just easily just grabbed everyone's ball in that <laughs> scene. And it's like all grown men with battle like, experience. Jeez, this little girl. You're right. <laughs> yeah. I, I, how could I forget Lady mm-hmm. Mormont? She's... I love that one. She's like, you can have 64 soldiers. And then, like, later when they show the battlefield, she's just standing there amidst everybody. She has her her, her cloak on. She's just making sure everyone's doing what they're supposed to be doing. Like, <laughs> what? She wasn't going to stay in the castle. Of course she's coming to them. Yeah. She's, uh, she's running a tight ship here. Yeah. <laughs> she's great. Yeah. She is and so great. Speaking of child actor, she's like, I don't know if it's direction, if it's just natural talent, if she has training. She's mm-hmm. fantastic. She's great. She's holding up her against her own against seasoned veterans (laughs) all these people have theater backgrounds you know Mm -hmm. like these are all character actors and who i don't know who this gal is but she's got a bright future she's very she's very good yeah she's a great character she's Mm -hmm. a great yeah um battle of the bastards did you watch the behind the scenes featurette like the making of Yes, I saw a quick snippet. I didn't oh my see gosh! Please, yeah. Ben, I'm telling you, those listening, if uh, if you are if you haven't already, seek out the behind the scene featurettes on the making of the of the Battle of the Bastards. Yeah. Unbelievable! Like uh, Kit Harrington has a nice quote where he's like, "I'm kind of annoyed because everyone's gonna think this was CG." Yeah, it's the shot where he's standing, his back to the camera, and he's facing that that wall of horses coming to him. Mm-hmm. That was real. Woo! That was not green screen. That was forty. Uh, to 70 horses rushing at Kit Harrington. Oh, my gosh. 
Egypt <laughs> that they studied the Battle of Carthage and the and the Spartans. Yeah, um, they studied the Civil War for the piles of human bodies that create walls. Just this this is a battle unlike anything I've ever seen. Uh, put to film, the the greatest. It it's so real i i had trouble breathing when john was having trouble breathing the bird's eye of him in the middle of the whole horde yeah that which was incredible which was a recreation of daenerys uh moment when she was birthed of fire uh, it was an exa- it was a duplicated shot okay yeah just there saying illusions yeah. uh but but the that i couldn't breathe when yeah. he was suffocating being mm-hmm. tramped and he survived by luck. Yes, once again. By pure luck. Since he knows nothing. There's <laughs> arrows falling around him. There's, oh, man, um, a character I can't name, but the red beard. I love that guy. Yeah, the wildling captain. <laughs> I love that nobody, I mean, the, the poor giant died, but yeah. Sir Davos survived. The, mm-hmm. the red beard wildling survives. Like, the main dudes. They earned it. Yeah. And, oh, my gosh. Uh, that, that episode was unbelievable. So intense. Yeah. And Sir Davos, he... There was kind of this moment of realization where he was like, you know what? It's over, but I'm not going to run away. Yeah. I'm going to charge. Follow just, your commander. Yeah, what are we doing? Are we just going to take a ship back here? Let's just go. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. And he became such a better character over time. Yes. After yeah. he got, you know, loosened up the, once, the, the once Stannis, Stannis was gone, control. Yeah. Stannis was such a lame character. Yeah. I, don't, I still don't understand his purpose to this day, other than just to advance his troops. <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, yeah, man, that battle scene was imp- it's probably one of the greatest things I've ever seen on on film. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible. The, and the and the fact that you told me it's not CG. Yeah. There's there's certainly CG in there. Yeah. I don't want you to I don't want you to think there wasn't. It was definitely enhanced. That troll was real. <laughs> <laughs> but the there there's so many elements that they did in a practical fashion. And we talk about this all the time. The the blending of digital and practical takes things to an inc- an entirely different level. Absolutely. And I I think You've seen this video as well, but it's Rocket Jump. Rocket Jump produced a film video essay about how CG doesn't suck if it's used correctly. Accordingly, yes, it's, yeah. it should be complementary, not the crutch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the the uh, the technicality, the the history of that fight, and then and the fact that Sansa saved the day. That Woo! And, and uh, you know, I, I can't remember who I was talking to, but someone was like, why didn't Sansa tell John? Like, if yeah. she had told him, he would have it would have changed. Yeah. Yes, he played completely into Ramsey's hands. Mm. Ramsey's is a brilliant, brilliant, crazy person. <laughs> Manipulator. I will have to say this, though. Rickon. Zigzag. Zigzag. Zigzag, you idiot. The whole time, like... The entire world in that moment just collectively screamed zigzag. <laughs> but you know what? It's a uh, we were when we were watching Sandlot. Run to the treehouse, yeah. right? That was something Candace commented, and, and certainly we watch things and we think, "Well, why didn't they just do this?" But in the heat of the moment, yeah. you can't think. You can't. You have you just, to just, just let panic. It. It's panic, fight, flight. Let your instincts take mm-hmm. you. And if running your ass off straight to your brother mm-hmm. is what you're brain and yeah. heart and everything tells you to do you do that you don't have time to think about zigzagging especially Rickon, who i don't think he's battle trained no and he's, not. he's the sweetest of the starks you know yeah. like that's why it was such a heartbreaking God. scene because he did not deserve any of that oh man there's insult to injury they had to show us the shot of the arrows hitting his dead body <sighs> yeah. that was so brutal mm. um i was that was so sad 
but Brandon is the last surviving Stark son. Do you think he will become the king of the north? I don't. I think Sansa will become oh, queen, yeah. queen of the north. That's. I think that yeah. uh, we we've been seeing all these men fall in line behind the women that deserve to to play the roles that they play. I loved the scene of 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 Daenerys making Tyrion her hand the hand. Yeah, like, that was so, so that was such a sweet moment. <laughs> but I think Sansa will become the queen. I think I, I don't know what Jon's destiny. If he is to live or die, I don't mm. know. Back to the but, wall. But Brandon is the three-eyed raven. I don't. He he won't be king. Just like Jamie won't be king because yeah. he's he's the king's guard. Mm. It's just uh, politics. Yeah. I say. You know, uh, Cersei pol- uh, legally, I don't know how, is queen. Like there yeah. was no gameplay there. Uh, someone took a nice deconstruction of the entire hierarchy, family tree, bloodline. Like who is technically in charge of this mm. and as soon as Toman died you have to go back like five generations and then go back up the chain and it ends on Cersei so she yeah. it, she earned it through blood earned it through you know what they say in the Game of Thrones mm. you either win or you die yeah <laughs> and it's so I think that was a really heartbreaking moment too because that last shot of her you always see her like smirk like give her that classic smart smart assy like, smirk I sur- when I did she it. wins right yeah. But it's like she lost everything in order to win. Yeah. What did she? At what cost did she win? She yeah. did. She and she lost Jamie. Mm-hmm. You were right. That last yeah. look between them was, was not affection. She, she's such a sad woman now. <laughs> like when Tommen died, and she's like, "Show me, show me the body." Mm-hmm. I could. I mean, she was tearing up and everything, but it's gone to the point where so many of her children died. She can't like express full on emotion anymore. It, it was the fulfillment of the prophecy. She yeah. knew it was coming. Mm-hmm. It was. Oh God. It, was so masterfully done and marjorie figuring it out again proving that the women on the show know what the hell they're doing she's like yo hi sparrow <laughs> cersei's isn't here she knows the consequences and she's still not here mm. toman's not here what do you think that means <laughs> we need to get the f out now <laughs> and, and then that like five minutes of it's not five minutes but that way extended period of time of the high sparrow going uh, oh, oh, I never. Oh. To be honest, I never thought I'd get this far. <laughs> <laughs> I was just winging it, y'all. Can I just say, the first ten, fifteen minutes of this entire sequence of last episode, the beginning of it, yeah, yeah. freaking brilliant. I, I put it up there with a the battle, you know, because the battle is very visceral. It's very in your face, so that mm-hmm. you get kind of like that ooh ah mm-hmm. moments, but like. This was done in a Hitchcockian, Dude. like, thriller sort of way, driven by score. Yep. That score was the best score I've heard since, it was, like, season one. I, I was commenting when we were listening. I'm like, this is, like, nothing I've ever heard on this series before. Yes. This piano, this sonata. Yeah. You know what, Ben? Since it happened, hmm. time and time again, people have been trying to recreate the baptism scene from Godfather. Yes. Someone yes. finally did it. Yes. Dark Knight 2. Yeah, yeah, okay. I but I think this is more successful. Okay. Now, for those of you who may not be aware, if you watch The Godfather, there's this incredible sequence of this beautiful baptism taking place with Michael there getting his son his son daughter. It's I forget now. And all these murders are taking place and just all these pawns are getting taken off the chessboard yeah. to this piano piece. And that's what we saw. Yeah. Like intentional or not, mm. probably intentional. Yeah. They nailed it. Wow, and, it's and got to win an Emmy. It has to. How could it not? Yeah, 
how could it not? How do you beat movies? Cannot yeah. beat that fifteen <laughs> minutes. <laughs> it was brilliant. That there yeah. was so many. So the Battle of the Bastards had a very linear, kind of single story to the episode, which yeah. is which is typical of their ninth episodes. Mm. The tenth episodes are usually their wrap up of the season episodes. But two seasons in a row, their tenth episodes have been freaking amazing. Woo! Uh, but this one, I mean, we went to nearly everybody in yeah. the last episode, and and I mean, it was the it was the show itself saying we're done screwing around. Uh-huh. Twenty more minutes, it would have been a feature. Oh my god, really? Yeah, because it was like an hour, hour ten or something like that, That's, hour five. You know what? I saw the the IMAX presentation of the of the Battle of the Wall from last season, yeah, and the and the series finale of last year, and. HBO, I request this of you. <laughs> if you are going to do this again and do the presentation of the episodes on the big screen, for the love of God, give it to a stupid editor to edit it like a feature. Because yeah. when I saw it, they played the opening credits for the first episode, rolled the credits, and then played the second episode. It was like watching a DVD on the big screen. Yeah. Cut this bitch into a <laughs> film. You can do the opening sequence, but if you're going to do two episodes in a row, please, please present them as a feature. That would be really cool, actually, a supercut. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't give me the previously on Game of Thrones. I don't need that. <laughs> I just watched it. You don't have to remind me. I've been sitting here in this theater. I wonder what happened previously on Game of Thrones. <laughs> and, man, there's just so much to talk about. Like, there, there was this meme doing a side-by-side comparison of when, you know, the King of the North. There was two, mm-hmm. two moments like that. Once in, like, season three or whatever pre-Red Wedding when they were uh, in the camp and kind of celebrating oh, Rob. Rob. Yeah. And Catelyn kind of had that look <laughs> when they were like cheering King of the North, King of the North. And Catelyn was looking at Rob and they were looking at each other just like, hey, kind of made it. You this, know? This, we did it. We're it gonna, is working. Your dad would be proud. Stark name. Exactly. Yeah. And of course they got slaughtered. But, <laughs> then, but then that moment, it was very, um, it was very mirrored in Sansa's and Jon's reaction when they mm-hmm. looked at each other mm-hmm. during that chant. It was just, and then the, 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 uh, the North remembers theme came on i was just like man this is so (laughs) poetically beautiful and moving and justice just like you said justice again just please do not pull another rug under us do not (laughs) do not jerk us around just stop it the starks deserve justice it's and it's and it goes to like the the latter seasons where i'm like this is so hopeless Mm. for these characters it's the don't dangle the carrot in front of me and then yank it away yeah like it's okay i know it might be cheesy but happy endings can happen. Yeah, there's still, there's still battles to be fought. There's still roads to travel. Obviously, characters are gonna die, mm. and all I ask is that their deaths mean something. Yes, and I know you're 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 you had comments on John being killed and being brought back. I think in the grand scheme that it will be important, mm. um, but like. <laughs> As soon as they didn't show the hound die, yeah. I I was like, no body, no death. Yep, that is the rule. Comic book rules. We all know this. <laughs> X Men rules. <laughs> so so when he showed back up, it was a cold open. Yeah, his episode was a cold open, which was super rare. That is, I think, the first of the series, if I'm not mistaken. I I do not think they've ever done it before. Yeah. But as it was opening up, I told Candace, and it was clearly subconsciously me tapping into Lost. Mm. I said, I think this is taking place before the Seven Kingdoms was founded. Yeah. Yes, that's that, what I thought too. That I was, was like, what, "Is this pre-Westeros and all that stuff?" But then they do the shot of the four guys carrying the log, right? And yeah. they enter the shot, and then here comes the mountain carrying a log by himself. <laughs> <laughs> and Cancel's like, "Ooh, guess you're wrong." I'm like, hey, "Give me one." But yeah, T, so you're stupid. Your um, stupid opinions. <laughs> but 
I am so I am glad to see that he that Clegane is alive. Yes. And I'm curious to see where he goes from here because a lot of these despicable characters such as Jamie mm. have redeemed themselves and have and are continuing this to this path of redemption. And I'd like to see what the what the hound would do. Yeah. Uh it, what would Arya do face with him again? Because she even took him off her list mm. at one point. I think it was the the many faced man who said, you know, you had another name on that. The girl had another name on the list. Yeah. What happened to that list? She said, I took that name off the list. Mm. Like, I, that speaks of her character that, yeah. that their time together and that lone wolf and cub <laughs> that, <laughs> that wasn't Stockholm Syndrome because I think they grew to respect each other. Yeah. Was so cool. I loved. I loved that little story, and I, I'd like to see where Clicking go, where the, the Hound goes from here. Mm, the buddy road trip. <laughs> I love that he met up with all those other guys, and they're like, "We're gonna kill him." Well, I want to kill him. All right, can I kill two of them? <laughs> yeah, you can kill two. And then he fine. There is no way that anybody's boots fit that guy. Is <laughs> <laughs> a very large man. <laughs> Yarp. Where? How do you feel about the trajectory of and the evolution of the Arya Stark character? Because, like, there are moments where you see her trademark tenderness again. And mm-hmm. You see that she can be a fair and just person. Yeah. And, like, I know Walter Frey deserves to die more than anybody on the show. Like, but that scene when she slits his throat, it felt like I'm... That it was messed up. I was watching a murder. I mean, it's essentially a murder taking place, but she's become a psychopath. Yeah, she's, she is come she has gone very far to the dark side yeah uh, i would not put her into an evil category mm. but she she may have come too far yeah. that she could never be the sweet little girl again i i, I predict that her and john finally reconnecting which i don't the show didn't present it in in such a fashion that it's all that important but in the books it's very very important those two are very important to each other aria and john i mean needle and uh, was, um, I'm sorry, Arya and John are very important to each other, and I think that they keep circling, connecting with each other. Yeah. All the Starks do. I mean, freaking Bran was in that tower, John, when you got the arrows in you. <laughs> oh, I miss Egret. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think Arya reconnecting with her family mm. is going to bring her back to, I mean, I just see her weeping when it finally happens. Like I, I could almost imagine if I were if I were responsible for putting them together again, Arya soaked in blood, yeah, and collapsing into Jon's and and or Sansa's arms. Mm. I'd love to see her actually and Sansa come back together because they were at such odds. Yeah, because Arya is such a tomboy, Sansa was such a proper girl, mm. but that finally finishing her journey just to get back together with them. Yeah will be heartbreaking mm-hmm. and, and in a good way to be like finally <laughs> finally the the jur- she if anyone is suffer will be suffering from post-traumatic stress from from being to war and back she's the one she's young enough to be affected by the to be affected by that the most yes uh john is trained as a warrior mm-hmm. uh, sansa is going to have some ptsd of her own for some much other <laughs> scary scary reasons but what Arya is experiencing is way more than one little girl should experience. Yeah. And that's going to, that's the the fact that she's as strong as she is mm. uh, speaks to her character. But she's she's, you know, who's going to help her? I think who saves her in the end? It's going to be the Hound. I think the yeah. Hound. And I mean, yes, I still think that she'll get together with her family. But I think the Hound 
re- will help her find her redemption. Yeah. To be like, you've like I've become you. I'm no better than you. I'm like the road to Rhode Island part two. <laughs> <laughs> so good. I so good. Incredible. I'm I'm so impressed. There are haters out there, of course, who are bitching about the fact that the, the waif stabbed Arya in the stomach and she was able to parkour her way through the theater. That was the, very strange. <laughs> being chased by the T-1000. Like. <laughs> it just reminded me of uh, Principal Skinner in The Simpsons when he walks into the river and he walks back up. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, this show's really dumbed down. It's not, mm. this show's really stupid now. Lowest common denominator. <laughs> like, No, it has its moments, I will admit, but it's still the most intelligently written and filled with consequence like you mm-hmm. said, uh, alluded to earlier show on television yeah i mean you cannot say it's any dumber than walking dead yeah like walking dead is like the dumbest <laughs> <laughs> that's the lowest common <laughs> but i mean I just to be honest like i'm very satisfied with the season and i'm very much looking forward to what happens next i think well, that's the like, important part and knowing specifically how many episodes they have left to go oh, yeah I, i'm just this this if they can hit the if they can hit that target if they can go out because we've been screwed before ben <laughs> we have had shows in the history of shows that have gone the distance and then drop it at the last minute yeah. and and when you have set the caliber of a show with a bar this high you do not want to screw up that ending question because for you. yeah so there there's a uh, question out there being posed by i think the folks at variety mm mm-hmm. Is the show has it set up too many lofty goals? Is it the expectations too high to have a satisfying conclusion? Mm, okay, I suppose yes, mm. that is a possibility. But they cleaned house this season. Yeah, this season from episode one, they were like, any extraneous character, you're gone. <laughs> and if your arc is done by the end of the season, you're gone. Yeah, like we. Think think of the amount of characters we had just even last season with the people of Dorne, with Marcella and, and that storyline. Yeah. With all, with the with uh, um, uh, you know who there's a little extraneous character, it's Littlefinger, who's got his thumb on that kid, Robin, uh, Robin, that little shoe. Oh little, yeah. <laughs> throw him through the hole. <laughs> like there there are some extraneous characters out there still, but it's wheedling, it's needling down, it's it's chipping away. To, and you can see the focus that this show is coming down to. Yeah, I trust that within the next thirteen episodes that they have left, the last two seasons that they have, they will wrap up every arc they can and leave us with the handful of characters we need to come to a satisfying conclusion mm. to this epic. Please, I, I I feel like they have the right trajectory. Yeah. Especially with the conclusion of this season, like you're really excited to see where it goes. Mm-hmm. Like I was not left angry. Yeah, <laughs> last season I was like, I, if he doesn't come back from the dead, I am done watching this show. <laughs> Seriously, right? Because like, like you continue to allude to, like what what do we have to grasp on? Mm-hmm. It's not this overly romanticized idea about we need a hero, blah blah, blah yeah. or so on and so forth. But you know, it, it's just what is the perfect? What are you trying to say, other than? everybody's evil yeah and everybody sucks yeah because like Daenerys for a moment like she got to the point where I'm like should I be cheering for her anymore you know and it's not in a compelling way either like like Cersei um I think she's just become very dull and Mm -hmm. the fact that they're moving out of uh what's that place they're at oh yeah Um, I got a a marine yes I think 
she can finally be a little bit more interesting now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was sad having that she broke up with uh, with her boy. Yeah, that was, but it was very. I thought it was a very powerful moment. Oh yeah, because yeah. you didn't. The woman does not need a love interest to survive. Yep, especially a queen. Yes, yes. Yeah. So I thought that was a very and like because we always talk about how I don't know just the way that women are objectified. Yeah, there's the superficial way, like the hypersexualized way and whatnot. Mm. But it's almost like male characters even in romantic comedies kind of collect them like mm-hmm. it's another notch under our belts or whatever yeah yeah and it's flipped yeah on that scene <laughs> and did. it was like wow that's so progressive i guess yeah yeah I, she didn't need her lover mm-hmm. she needed Tyrion, her, yes. her friend mm-hmm. and uh <laughs> best breakup ever <laughs> I, i'm afraid we can't be together anymore you are now emperor yeah <laughs> <laughs> Let's just be friends. Let's just be friends. <laughs> Let's just uh, be co-emperors. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> well, hey, I, I yeah. mean, we we certainly could keep going on and on. Mm. Um, uh, let's. I want to wrap up. We've, For sure. We've got a, certainly a lot more to say, but um, I'm glad we were able to get at what we. I mean, we've been talking for almost an hour now. Fantastic so. season. Yeah. Fantastic season. Uh, I think that'll do it. I think that'll do it for now. We we have next season. We have to wait a year, right, or however long we have to wait until the next season starts. Up. So long. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, that was fun. I'm glad we were able to, to discuss it and without anger. Yeah. Like it's it, I, it. There's been other shows where where finales and cliffhangers and and speculation can lead to fear and anger. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that this this season was the best season. That was the first thing I said, and I stand by it. This yes. season was so, so good. It has cemented itself, if not already, the best show on television. Oh, man. In- yeah. Just just incredible. Yeah. Um, but, uh, hey, why don't you plug a few things? I know you're a very busy man, but uh, let the people know where they can find you and what you're doing. Of course. You can find me on all the social media, including Instagram and Twitter, at BenjiToes, B-E-N-J-I-T-O-E-S. I'm also the captain of the Band With No Name. Uh, film company and you can find us at band with no name facebook and i'm also collaborating with my partners at nbc asian america Woo! on nbc asian america presents life stories a mini documentary series featuring influential and notable asian americans mm-hmm. uh, it's an episodic mini doc and it premieres every thursday morning and you can catch that online at nbcasianamerica.com and like like nbc asian america on facebook yes that and is the best way to get our content yes because then you can see the the episodes of life stories but you get a lot of other yeah alter, uh, like other content like i have there's my series is one of many mm-hmm. um there's mm-hmm. also it's a journalistic news website so you get editorials op-eds articles about like the latest news within our community and elsewhere yeah yeah so there you go. Cool. And you have a short film in the works, right? Yes, we're working on the Immortal Iron Fist short film. Yes. Our Marvel f- Comics fan films. I'm very excited <laughs> about that. Yeah. Uh, if you are listening to this on firm- FirmamentFilms.com, please take a look around. We have a couple new videos up. Uh, we have Interviewing 101, which uh, a little background on that. Chad had a job interview and he wanted, for a production job, a producer job, and he wanted to come in with a new short film that we produced two days before he had the interview. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a fun little short film. Uh, we also have posted Screenwriter. Woo, congrats. Which just won, uh, as, as of recording this, we have we won Audience Choice Award at the Milwaukee 48-Hour Film Festival. Mm-hmm. Additionally, we are screen. we, I guess when this airs, we will have screened. <laughs> yeah. At the Best of Showcase on July 22nd, I think. That's probably wrong. But if you're in the Milwaukee area, check out the, the Best of screening. Uh, also, a friend of Firmament's, 
uh, nice melon films. Will Loper has his film uh, in the 48's best of showing as well. So uh, check that out here. Uh, please head over to the BitLife channel on YouTube as well to check out the One Minute Rewatch series. I have a new episode up that is the highest level of difficulty I have ever set for myself. You will see what I mean. Please go watch it. I put a, a bust of my ass on this one, people. <laughs> Please check it out. Let's <laughs> and, nominate him for a Webby. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but also check out Chad's uh, One Minute Gamer series, which is so good. And I, I never, I don't plug it enough. Working Title, which is the 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 uh, BitLife Channel's launch series. Mm. It's the series that they started the channel with, which is a behind the sea scenes. Um, it's a it's an interview series. Um, where where the 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 owners of back like of BitLife. Um, and backflip films interview filmmakers, yes, producers, art directors, uh, writers, directors, actors of all of all types. Uh, so check out Working Title on the BitLife channel. They give me a home for one minute rewatch, and they are a fine, fine group of of folks. So. Uh, but that's it. Uh, oh, I guess you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at TC's Big Head as well. So, but thank you so much for listening, everyone. Uh, we hope you like this little bonus Game of Thrones episode for you. Uh, please comment below if you have any thoughts uh, or prayers for the Game of Thrones folks. So, Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> ben, thank you for joining me on this. Thank you, TC. Uh, but yes, I am TC DeWitt for Bento over here for all the rewatchments saying 